Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Podcast of the Lazy Geeks. Yay! <laughs> Podcast number 44. And uh, so, today, uh, we record this podcast on Friday, which I'm sure many of you know. Uh, but, uh, so today is the uh, release of Star Wars, The Complete Saga. Yes. On Blu-ray. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about this at length at a, at a later time, because I'm going to do a, a review of it. Which will take me a while. Yes. Uh, even though I've already burned through two and a half of the original trilogy. I think you, I think you should review it like we, we've we never seen Star Wars. <laughs> I think that would be interesting, like a, a wouldn't it? detail, like... And just say in the beginning, like in italics, I'm going to pretend like none of you have ever seen this movie before. <laughs> these movies before. That would be awesome. Well, if you're a true Star Wars fan and you're looking at this movie, it may be a movie you've never you seen go. before. Um, so... Uh, you know, everybody was selling it for roughly about eighty nine bucks, about ninety bucks out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too expensive, but not that bad for yeah. what you're getting. Yeah, for eight discs yeah. and all that shit. But the thing was, is that Target was having it on sale for seventy nine bucks, even better deal. So me being my looking for the better deal mode, I decided to hit up Target in their ad. It's all plastered all over the website. It's just. Just a lot of shit, right? Yeah, they were fully about it. Dude. Yeah. So, I go to Target, right around open, 8 o'clock in the morning on, on Friday, um, get to their movie TV section. They don't even have any out. There's no display. <laughs> there's nothing there. <laughs> Two other dudes are already sitting there, waiting. I go over there. I'm looking around, and I'm like, where the fuck is this dude? <laughs> like, where is this minimum wage asshole Whoa. that should be there? Whoa, that, that, right, that, right. that's necessary. No, it's necessary. All right. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't have time to sit there and that's wait right. for somebody. You yeah. don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> My unemployed ass don't have time yeah, yeah. to wait. First time you woke up early for something a long fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> The, awesome. the last time I woke up early, somebody was pounding at the door, and I had to tell the police, no, it was next door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Because that's the kind of neighborhood I live in. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, <laughs> no. So I, I'm waiting there 15 minutes, and then we see finally see a dude coming. Small box in his hand. I'm like, okay, whatever. He's got supplies, whatever. So he starts going, okay, who was here first? There's like a group of like maybe five or six of us. I think probably about like, actually maybe about five of us. One guy gets it, another guy gets it. Then uh, guy goes, okay, which one was next? And then uh, we're like, that guy. He goes, because I only have one left. Whoa. And I'm like, and all of a sudden, me and the other dude are like, wait, what? And then he's like... Well, why why, why would anyone think the all six of the Star Wars movies of Blu-ray would be important? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> and we told him, and the guy goes, yeah, I only got three. Fail, fail, fail. I was like, really, dude? You only had three? He goes, yeah, I think the... He goes, the rest might be coming, you know, um, in our shipment today after 12. Might be. Fail, fail, fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know... Sapien used to work for a retail chain and knows that they get their shit a couple of days in a day. I used to work for Walmart and, and uh, uh, what's the one you talk about? Target. <laughs> used to work for both of them, my friend. And um, the way I remember it, you know, don't shoot the messenger, the way I remember it, when something like... No, this is gospel now! Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, when a video game came in, let's say Halo Reach or something came in, because it's been a while since I worked there. Uh, actually, Halo Reach didn't even exist yet. Let's say, let's say a fucking game came in that that just came out. Um, it would be locked up in like a cabinet in the back, but they get it a few days before. Yeah, and depending on how big it is, like a game system, they would get like a, a week or two before. They would have had the Star Wars ones way before. Yeah, like, they would have had it. Yeah, then. and I'm like, really? So I I go ahead and I'm already pissed off about this. I'm thinking, oh, that's bullshit. I'm not coming back at noon for it to might be here. Yeah. I, I head on over to the other Target. This is still like 8.30. I get over there. They have a few of the prequels and the original trilogy. And then they only have... I'm up there, and they only have two left of the complete saga in Blu-ray. <laughs> in a spot that looks like only held maybe about four or five more. Right. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Who dropped the ball? I was like, oh my god, this was so annoying. I mean, I got it, to say the least, but it was it was pretty much annoying. Uh, I was like, you know, target fail. That's just... Super fail. <laughs> Odin sleep. Fail some Odin sleep. <laughs> Odin sleeped on that shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, target Odin sleep yeah. on that one. They're like, oh, we need to get these Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so we were watching Thor today, because uh, I picked it up this week, yeah. and... Uh, and uh, Sapien was like, oh, we should watch this. Because we always, it seems now we're getting into this habit where we watch a movie before we get into the podcast. Yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> this week, we started laughing because Odin's sleep, for those of you that know the Thor lore, Odin's sleep is something Odin has to do at usually the most critical, yeah. the most defining moment. Only when he really is needed. Yeah. When, <laughs> when Odin really becomes pertinent to the story... Uh, he's asleep. <laughs> now he need, he needs to do this because his, his all power. He he needs to regenerate his power, so he has to sleep. Of course, for an unspecific amount of time. Yeah, depends on how how drained out he is. How hard of a day he had at the office will determine how long he has to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> so we were thinking, you know, that would be cool to use, just like for anything. You know, the wife comes and goes, "Honey, we need to talk about the kids." Oh, I'm sleep. Oh, I'm sleep. <laughs> I want to see where this relationship is going. Odin sleep. <laughs> Do you think my sister is attractive? Odin sleep. <laughs> uh, 
because those are the kind of times. Yeah, that, 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 Owen sleeps are prudent. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> this is so many times where that would be so convenient. <laughs> Does this dress make me look fat? Oh, I know. I was just thinking yeah. that too. You know, does this dress make me look fat? Unsleep. Ugh. Do you hate the kids? You know, just just <laughs> no. Do you, do you have a favorite kid? Unsleep. Unsleep. <laughs> you would rather kids go hungry than you play a video game? Unsleep. Unsleep. <laughs> Wait, you slept with my sister? Unsleep. Unsleep <laughs> in her bed. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was dirty. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Alright, well... <laughs> moving right along. I think it's time we jump into some news. Alright, so... First up today... Yes, all you Star Trek fans can rejoice. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it appears that, yes, J.J. Abrams will be directing the sequel to the 2009 Star Trek film. Now, it's been kind of a foregone conclusion that Abrams would direct this um, direct this film, but he stated in various interviews that he wanted to feel jealous about someone else handling the duties based on the story, which is why he came to direct the original film. So it would seem that he is feeling jealous. The movie has been riddled with delays, mostly because everybody's been so busy. The script is pretty much solid, and Abrams is hoping to get the film rolling by winter. The film is currently in pre-production, uh, Mark, much as of the holdup has been with Alec, Alex Kruxman, who completed the writing and uh, directing duties on his first film, Welcome to People. Uh, Kurtzman and Rob or Roberto Orkai uh, should uh, complete the script Roberto. soon. But they uh, they both originally wrote um, they wrote the original script. Right, and, right, right. And they also wrote Transformers Two. Aw, yeah, too soon. Yeah, just a bit. Uh, there's no word on a release date, but we know that the original release date was replaced with G.I. Joe 2. Wow, fair trade. <laughs> um, as a longtime trekker, I can't wait for this movie to be made yet, and I'm looking forward to any spoilers that we can find when the movie begins production. So I'm pretty sure that uh, we can see something at Comic-Con, given the, that this is the right crowd. I want to bring the Klingons. That, that's all i got to say. <laughs> I want it to be a Klingon thing. Like That'd be sick. That dude. would be sick, yeah. Uh... So what's Minecraft up to? <laughs> Real quick, uh, Al- <laughs> Allison Bree just said, I think butter lettuce is going to be my new thing. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I gotta remember to turn my Twitter thing off. It distracts me. <laughs> She's had one earlier today. She goes, if Rolling Stone has Jon Stewart on the cover, then my la- my naked legs are going to be in it. Whoa. And I was like, ooh. Get it done. That's yeah. all I gotta say. I put it on my must-do list. Nice. <laughs> Minecraft. Um... So the much-talked-about adventure update, um, more technically known as 1.8, was released a few days ago. Actually, it was funny. It was leaked by someone in um, the company (laughs) with the blessing of uh, Notch, the the creator of the game. Is it really called a leak if it's allowed? Like, I don't know. It was just a weird situation. (laughs) Um, But now it's uh, through official sources. uh, Refresher. They add, like, all types of crap. Like, now you have to eat. Like, it's more adventure. You have to eat or you'll start to die. Uh, they added these... You mean, like, real life? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they added these um, these mobs, or monsters, excuse me, uh, called Endermen. They're kind of creepy. Like, they're all black, and they, they can break blocks and move them around, too. And they completely chill. If you look directly at them, they attack you like a ravenous beast. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> Uh, I met those. I, I had a racist joke in my head right yeah, there, I and I just I was know. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, but you know, 
we leave it alone. Um, <laughs> I met them today when I was playing the game. It scared me. Because <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I saw them and I was like, oh, look at that! <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the Minecraft... I mean, they've been talking and talking and talking about this. And we're, I mean, we're really close for this game coming out of beta. We're talking November. They're, they're gonna... They're, that's what they said at the Minecon. Uh, they're gonna officially uh, officially release all 500 it, so. people that were there. Yes. So uh, you know, huh. well that should be interesting. I, I don't think it hasn't had an update in. No, and it did. It, it oh. has updates all the time. It, it had a one, the 1. 1.7 update, which was supposed to be the adventure update, but they split the update to 1.7, 1.8. It's an indie game, and yeah. it follows indie rules, right. <laughs> like the rule of doing whatever the fuck it wants. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, well. Uh, back in May, we reported that uh, uh, the Netflix streaming app was only available for five smartphones, one of which wasn't yours. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems that all that has changed now. Yeah, I, I watch it now, motherfucker. <laughs> all Android phones that are running 2.2 and 2.3 OSs will be able to stream Netflix on their phones now. This is a major move for Netflix, as they were claiming that the biggest stumbling block was um, for the release of apps on all smartphones was dealing with fragmentation and had to qualify phones one at a time. So they either decided not to give a damn, or <laughs> yeah. hire a bunch of testers to make this happen. And for a while, it felt like they didn't give a damn. <laughs> I know. Uh, Google statistics uh, claim that nearly 82% of Android users uh, are on Froyo or Gingerbread. Yeah. But if you if you're one of the few that has honeycomb, mostly oh. tablet people, yeah. uh, you still have to wait. While the app is free, you still need to, of course, have the membership for the streaming. In case you, um, ca- uh, you know, just keep in mind though that streaming movies on your phone is a battery sucker. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. Don't start I, complaining when your battery yeah. dies. I, you know, I watched the entire season of The Office and my battery died. Because not only is your screen on full brightness, your sound is going, yeah. but you're streaming something. Yeah, you're streaming something. <laughs> and, and unless you're on Wi-Fi, yeah. <laughs> you're going to... But I, I I have used it, and my kids like it too, like in the car or whatever. It works pretty works pretty much like you're on the computer. works well, pretty seamless. So Yeah, I've always liked the, uh, the Netflix app. It, yeah. it always worked better than the... The HBO Go app was still glitchy when I tried it. Uh, and I was doing that shit on th- on 3G too. Yeah, it was me too. Working good. So. I, I did it on both. I did. 3G it just takes a minute to start looking to buffer good. and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, but you know, well, what can you do? It is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I'm lo- loving this one. Max Payne three. Yes. Right. About freaking time. I know. Um, there's been there's been questions floating around Max Payne three. A lot of people, you know, any game. I mean, people are really excited about Max Payne three, especially. Well, I'm excited because Rockstar is taking care of it. I mean, it's just going to be a big deal. So I was on Twitter. and uh, You were on the Twitter? Yes, I was. And um, Rockstar started posting just, just out of nowhere uh, a few tweets in regards to some commonly asked questions. So let me read the tweets real quick. First was a few a few Max Payne 3 facts for those who are asking. One, yes, that that is the voice of James McCaffrey original voice actor from Max Payne 1 and 2. So that's nice. pretty sick. That's, that's, that's cool. gonna That's going to keep it legit. It's going to keep it real. Yeah. Second tweet. Yes, Max that is the size of my <laughs> Max Payne 3 is running on a new iteration of Rockstar's Rage Engine, which we pretty much already knew. Um, it just, it's going to look new. It's not going to no. look like uh, 
it should it's look not a little newer. It's, it's not going to look as boxy as the old one for the yeah, PS2 yeah, yeah. did. <laughs> it's, it's probably it, it's probably going to look a little better than uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, to be honest. Um, so I hope so. If it didn't, that'd be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and Grand Theft Auto 4 looked pretty good. Well, yeah, but that was like the first game that for the PS3. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so it should um, look better than that. Number three. I'm talking Frostbite Angel Mother. Number three. <laughs> Today's Max Payne 3 trailer is all new in-game footage. This is the trailer that I posted um, on the website. Liking the trailer, though. The trailer's sick. Yeah. I mean, Max Payne Lazy is not... Dot com, by yeah, the yeah! Max Payne just Look, looks down. Doesn't he? Yeah, he's got he a little bit of a beer gut now. Yeah, looks like he's let himself go. Yeah. And see, that's what happens when chicks get to you. That's what it you is. Know, it, that's what happens. He's, and he's starting to shave his head. He's going Britney Spears, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next tweet! <laughs> like GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption, Max Payne 3 uses... The natural motion character behavior system for lifelike weight and movement. So basically, the game's going to have proper physics in it, which is always awesome, yeah. especially when you're shooting things and <laughs> blowing things up. Uh, and you do a headshot three times and they don't go down. Yeah. 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 Some Wolfenstein <laughs> 3D bullshit. Um, next, tweet number five. No, Max Payne 3 is not an open world game. We're staying true to Max's roots and atmosphere, story, and gameplay design. Now, that's good because Max Payne could be a bitch and a It half is good. Did. I was kind of, at first I was like, oh, because I really like I was thinking more Grand Theft Auto, but Max Payne is so story driven, it would it would fragment the story. Yeah. And then no one would know what the hell they're doing. Um so I dig that. Uh and last tweet. Today's Max Payne oh yeah. <laughs> Today's Max Payne three trailer shows a small part of Max's journey. Uh much more info soon and then it gives a link to the trailer again. It's shown twice because once just isn't enough. Because that trailer was good. Yeah, that was a good trailer. Um Max Payne three is hitting shelves March two thousand twelve. And twenty twelve twenty twelve. And it looks earth shatteringly amazing. Like it, it, does. it does look really good. It does so, look really good. I'm really excited for that. Um, buy it. It make after I saw the trailer, it made me wanted to to kick on my PS two. And play uh, the old two games. Yes, and they're, they the oh yeah they're coming out right. They're, they're coming out for on the PS3 and Xbox by the way. Oh, um, and I did an article about it. I can't remember uh, the first the first Max Payne's going to mobile too. Like oh yeah, that's devices. right, that's right. I read that. Yeah, that's right on the LazyX.com. Oh, well, yeah. of course you read it there because that's where I report it, baby. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Well, speaking of the PS3, Segway. Oh, <laughs> the first one too. <laughs> Um, about a month ago, we reported that DirecTV and Sony had uh, agreed to start offering the NFL Sunday ticket to all PlayStation 3 owners, of course, for a price. It would seem that the price was functionality and picture quality since first day was anything but flawless. <laughs> yeah, I heard that was rough. Yeah, early on, it seemed that people were having issues with the connectivity and overall picture quality. Some even stated that some of the games were missing from the lineup. DirecTV acknowledged there was an issue, um, was widespread, and their engineers were working on the issue. Uh, while, Pete, while PlayStation washed their hands <laughs> of it. <laughs> They're like, this is your problem, man. Uh, we don't have network issues anymore. Uh, Goki.com had explained about the issues and stated that anything having anyone having trouble should contact DirecTV, and, if they, and they will receive a credit for the missing games. Um, I happen to be a DirecTV customer, and their customer service is good. You just have to wait on hold for a while. All PS3 custom, all the PS3 users should expect an update. Um, should have expected an update, which Rep said should fix most of the problems that viewers encountered on Sunday. 
given that this is the first time that was ever done, I knew there would be a slew of issues on opening yeah. weekend. I Which, just, you know what? It's a, a it's little a breathing room. Yeah, you it's know? the first time. I understand that. Um, but uh, I know if it was me, I was I would be pissed. But for me, personally, I was watching the free trial on DirecTV. Yeah. So I got to watch some games with no interruption. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't watching it at all because I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, speaking of cool things, shit. No segue. Um, <laughs> now, fail segue. <laughs> one of the best games that I've played uh, recently, well, not recently, recently, but recently, um, was Red Dead Redemption. This, recently meaning yesterday to five years ago. Yes. This game, Red Dead Redemption is amazing. I mean, it's, it, and, is, it is. And getting a Game of the Year edition was pretty much inevitable. And it's cool because the last Game of the Year edition that I played was Two Worlds Two, so it's nice oh, to wow. see. It's nice to see that there's a Game of the Year edition that deserves it. Um, this this edition is amazing. Now, I I never bought Red Dead Redemption. I, I rented it GameFly. And I was like, oh, I kept putting it off, putting it off. Something kept coming up, not game related, like real shit, like food and drink. Mm-hmm. I needed to buy stuff. Um, I'm Ooh, happy that, you you fall into that that trend. That's a yeah, fucking trend. That trend of supporting yourself. <laughs> um, I'm happy I waited because this game of the year is amazing. Uh, it's going to be fifty dollars. Uh, Xbox three sixty as well as PS three coming out this October. We're coming quick. Yeah. Um, it All has, fucking come out at the same time. It has every DLC that has come out. For this That's game. what I love about the game now of the here, year edition. Here's yeah, but here now. Think Oblivion, Game of the Year edition. Uh-huh. Okay, that came with, I think it was three, you know, two maybe. But it was cool. I mean, yeah. Game of the Year, that's awesome. This comes with, I'm going to list it off. One, Undead Nightmare DLC, which was cool. Wow. All zombies, it was sick. Uh, two, Legend and Killers pack. Three, Liars and Cheats pack. Four, the Outlaws to the End co-op mission pack. Five, Solomon's Folly gang hideout, previously only for PlayStation 3. So Xbox is going to get that now. Right. Uh... Six Myths and Mavericks bonus pack. Wow. Boom, 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 All right? See, that's why it benefits not buying the games right off the bat. Exactly. And not only... Well, it benefits Rockstar to buy the game. <laughs> Shit. All of a sudden, Rockstar, who obviously listens to this podcast, it's like, what the fuck? They're gonna call you We're going to get that line. call tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, not only that, but it also comes with a brand new hardcore single-player mode um, in case you want to get shot real good, which is what I've put in my post. Um, comes out October 11th, North America, and October 14th, International. Because you know what? We won the West, baby. We get it first. <laughs> uh, Boom. Damn, I'm fucking... Oh. We both yeah, need to pick so that we're up. Gonna pick that's that sick, up. dude. Yeah, we'll definitely need to pick that up. We get on PlayStation 3! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well... This week, another big list of shit coming out. Big ticket items. So uh, let's just jump right into it. So we got Netflix streaming. Saw the final chapter. We've got Blitz. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Days. <laughs> I see, I days. See this. You're doing like this whole rave bullshit. Because though. I'm a bit dazed and confused, oh. which is now on Netflix. Oh, wow. Yay. Uh, <laughs> wrecked, which I am right now. Nice. Kung Pao. Kung Pao. That was a sick that's movie. Awesome that, no, that's movie. a movie right that's there. A, Airplane, which is also a, a great movie. movie. Weird Science. Weird every science. geek should be yeah. every geek's favorite movie. Yes. If it's not, you're doing it wrong. The telephone. The telephone and the bra. Yeah. The bra's on the head. <laughs> the that bra's was on the head. Did it. We did that today. 
you know. <laughs> Big ticket items and games. Uh, Gears of War 3 finally comes out on September 20th. Call, Call of, of Duty Call Black, Duty, Black Ops, Ops Resurrection. That's for PC. It's already came out for the consoles. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Persona 2 Innocent Sin Yes wow, I didn't fuck you, that up You didn't fuck that one up uh, nice. September 20th Resident uh, Evil 4 HD September 20th <laughs> <laughs> uh, F1 2011 September 20th uh, Worms Ultimate Mayhem September 21st Oh shit <laughs> Dragon Quest Monsters Joker oh. 2 September 19th Supremacy uh, MMA September 20th There you go Burnout Crash September 20th There you go Fallout New Vegas, Lonesome Road. Ooh. Uh, and see how it says PC and PlayStation 3? Yeah. Because Microsoft loves to capitalize them getting shit first. Yeah. Uh, Might and Magic Class of, Clash of Heroes, September 22nd. And huh. Harvest Moon, The Tale of Two Towns. We could Harvest Moon is the shit. <laughs> In movie theaters, we've got, uh, coming out on Friday, Abduction... That uh, Taylor Lautner... I, that actually looks kind of sick. It looks kind of good, it. and I'm actually surprised that all the trailers had him with his shirt on. Well, you haven't yeah. seen the movie yet. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, a movie that I only know because I saw the posters at the MTA bus stop, Dolphin Tale 3D. Yes. And Morgan Freeman's in it. Yeah. That's about it. You got the voice of God in there, so... Yeah. Uh, we got Killer Elite, Killer Elite, Moneyball, Moneyball. Ugh, the Brad Pitt yeah. movie, Jonah. Um, that that actually looks really right. good. That looks really and good. And Red State is coming out limited yeah. release. This is the the um, new <laughs> the much Kevin talked Smith. about. Much talked about is Kevin Smith like Horror pretty film. much if if you're I think it's I know it's definitely in Los Los Angeles and New York. Yeah. I'm not sure where else, but just check your local listings. <laughs> <laughs> you always wanted to say that. Nice. Uh, DVDs. So we got on Tuesday, Breakfast at Tiffany's, 50th Anniversary Edition. Yep. Uh, that's a chick flick right there. That's Bride- a good movie, though. It dude. is a good movie. It's a classic. Bridesmaids. That's a, that's an awesome movie, yeah. I heard. I haven't, I seen, haven't it seen it yet either. Dumbo, 70th, 70th Anniversary Edition. So go. which means that Disney will release it for a couple months and then pull it. Yeah, in uh, their imaginary vault. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Molly complete first season. Good show, I like that show. Modern Family complete second also season. A good show. Also a good show. The others, uh, we've got Castle, the complete third season. Hawaii Five O, the complete first season, which actually isn't bad. Yeah, it's not it's, that bad. I've watched bad. a couple. Episodes. I like Scott Con. That's the yeah. one that really draws yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, Scott Con yeah. and um, and uh, a boomer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that draws me to a lot of things. <laughs> uh, and Friday the Thirteenth four pack, which it's, has I think the first four. the first four yeah the first four yeah. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth in one. So does it have Jason takes Manhattan? No, that wasn't the. That's first the one. classic. That's the classic because it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, comics is a big DC month. Uh, <laughs> Continuing uh, the big DC yeah, month. Um, Batman number one. Um, also, I put Batman: A Death in the Family new edition trade paperback. This is an old story of when. Um, the first Robin died. Remember when everyone yeah. had to vote on it and yeah. the Joker killed him with a fucking crowbar yeah, and shit? Yeah, Todd, uh, uh... Fuck, oh my Jason God. Jason Todd. Jason Todd, that's it. <sighs> Amateurs I have to work with. <laughs> uh, basically, I put this on here because if you haven't... And he wasn't the first Robin, by the way. Fuck yeah, I know, amateur. I know. I got <laughs> and I put this on here because if you haven't read it, you need to read it. It's a really good story. Um, Birds of Prey, number one. Blue Beetle, number one. Captain Adam, number one. Catwoman, number one. DC Universe Presents number I, I, one. I, I want to get that. What, DC Universe Presents? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Dead Man in yeah, it for the first Dead six issues. I think it's five or six issues. I, it's six issues. Is it I six? Um, Green Lantern Corpse, which I'm hoping is better than Green Lantern. <laughs> um, Legion of Superheroes, Nightwing number one. I'm not going to say number one anymore. Um, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Number one. <laughs> Supergirl. 
<laughs> Wonder Woman. And you know what, Supergirl, they took away the, the, the little midriff showing yeah. and the extremely short skirt. I'm not happy about that. Um, well, remember, they gave Wonder Woman pants for a short time. Ugh. Yeah. Wonder Woman, number one. <laughs> and I think well, we got, uh, <laughs> And on the Marvel side, we've got uh, Avengers 17, which is the second issue of the, uh, the Daredevil and Fear Itself story arc. Captain America, number three. X-Men Schisms number four, which is a really good Schism. Um, no, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good story if you're, lady, uh, if you're into the X-Men. Daredevil number four. Now, on the Ultimate Comics side, we have X-Men number one, Spider-Man number two, and Hawkeye number two. So, that's... Wow, we actually got through that one quick. Yeah, well... I was actually really... That was a long list. When you're looking at the list, you're thinking, holy shit, yeah. we got all to go through all these? Yeah. Yeah. So, Windows 8. Windows 8. For some reason, we're already getting a lot of details about Windows 8. Um, Which I is s- what, next year? I don't even know if they've said um, when it's going to release. I, th- I heard something that says 2012. All I know is it looks kind of odd. So I, want- <laughs> I wanted to bring it up. Uh, first, let's talk... What we're going to do is we're just going to... This is limited details. We're going to be real light-, light about it. Talk about some of the things that we're thinking about. Um, when we see these updates, like, first off, the interface. The interface looks very tablet-esque. Yeah. Um, now, I'm hoping that they still have an option to use a start menu and a, and a taskbar, because, you know, call me old school, but I don't want to touch everything. You know, so, well, well you know, on my computer. When you're at the club. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the club touching booty. Girl booty. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what do you what do you think about this new... Because they're obviously focusing on touch. Well, what what it looks like to me, and I think we mentioned this earlier it, or it, in off-podcast discussion, it looks like Windows 8 is trying to make itself a formidable OS for tablets. Right. Uh, they, they really seem like they're trying to go, okay, well, we can create one for... Uh, PCs and laptops, but we're really going to focus on tablets. Well, I mean, if you think about it, they they they're probably aiming to compete against their main competitor, which is which Apple. is Apple, yeah. on all fronts. Yeah. yeah, and and Microsoft really has the only one that really has the resources and the the capability of actually going up against Apple. Not saying that they'll win, but they they. It, Microsoft was well, the only winning thing. right now. Well, not in the tablet right. area. Yeah, but uh, well, yeah, but or the phone area. The phone area. I was gonna say, yeah, because yeah, remember the phone. And the Windows Phone was cool. Like I, I don't know. It, I, I just think it came out too late. Too late. It yeah. came out too late, and they didn't have a big variety of options. So, and it's as we've learned from Nintendo, uh, oh. it, <laughs> variety at launch is a key. Yes. Three um, DS. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it really, yeah, I, I think it really does seem to be kind of floating the whole tablet kind of mentality. Because if you look at a lot of the screenshots on here, very, very tablet-esque. Yeah, and actually, the, um, what they're now calling the Windows 7-style desktop will be represented as an app um, on the Windows 8 start screen. So it's still going to be there. I forgot that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fail. Um, so they're still going to be there, which is great. Um, I'm thinking, and, and if you remember, when Windows, I think it was Vista came out, they had a lot of stuff for tablet PCs, mm-hmm. like snipping tools, which snipping tools awesome on tablet or anything, um, and, and you could use them if you wanted to. So I like that they're keeping that, you can use it if you want, because I know what they're trying to do is um, make it 
the same, the Metro style, as they're calling it, yeah. the same on all devices. So if yeah. you pick up a tablet with Windows 8, it's going to look almost the same as, as your desktop. Right. You know, which is great. I mean, it's great for people who aren't power users, or, and anybody, really. I mean, it just makes things more seamless. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, from the looks, it just looks a little more, to me, it just looks a little more bloated. Um, they're going to have a Microsoft App Store. That's kind of cool. That is cool. And that's, yeah. again, another way to compete on all fronts. Yeah. But the thing, too, is that you know you're going to see this heavily on any PCs. Like, um, uh, HP has that touchscreen uh, yeah. computer. So this, obviously, if you have one of those PCs that's touchscreen, you will benefit. This, this is what it's come down to for me, is if you have a touchscreen device, be it mobile phone, tablet, a com PC that actually is a touchscreen, uh, you'll benefit a lot from this, is what I'm seeing. You will re you receive the full benefits. I think is really what I'm trying to say. Right, right, right. Of of what the whole Metro interface and everything will give. Because it really because when I was looking at it, it really reminded me of the mobile phone, uh, the Windows yeah, mobile. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and uh, even in the article that we're getting from PCPro.co.uk, they they even state that you know using the mouse or a keyboard on that program just feels awkward. You know, if you have to use the cursors or whatever. Right. But the, the the problem I'm seeing, though, is if... Yes, people who have a touchscreen PC. Let's stick with PCs right now. If you have a touchscreen PC, yeah, you'll benefit. If you don't, what's the benefit? I mean, I already have a Windows-style desktop, Windows yeah. 7-style desktop with Windows 7. Windows yeah. 7 is still pretty damn new. I mean, XP... Just lost its um its support. Yeah, you know, and that came out when I was, I think, before I was in high school. So yeah. and there and and yeah, you know, there's probably a lot of people that are still on Vista right now that are afraid to move. Sorry up about to, that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that's the thing is like for me looking at it, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking I would for I have a laptop and a PC. I don't have a tablet because I don't feel a need for a tablet. I have a smartphone which pretty much does most of the stuff as a tablet. Uh, because it's not the size that counts. Exactly, maybe. it's the motion in the ocean. That's right. <laughs> but uh, to me, it just it, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't make me want to go. Oh, I have to have that. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't feel like reading that they're using the whole keyboardless um, and mouseless uh, setup. I don't feel the need. I have those. I need those. I don't feel that I'll need to do that. And that's the problem. I mean, and and we're. We're just scratching the surface of Windows 8. I mean, I'm, not, I'm by no means saying that Windows 8 is a fail or anything like that. I mean, we don't know enough. But from what I'm seeing now, I don't see anything pulling me over to Windows 8 as opposed to Windows 7. I mean, I'm fully satisfied with Windows 7. Yeah. So I, I have to admit, since XP, Windows 7 is the best operating system. Windows 7 pulled me off of Linux. Yeah, and I, I went to Linux because I was fed up with Microsoft. I mean, you can ask Norman, I was pissed yeah like when vista came out i was like i'm never touching microsoft again like i went out of yeah, my know, way you know how many times i would say oh did you see that oh no i can't use it on linux yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's like, and i knew it but i still wouldn't use it because vista yeah. was just such a fail to me yeah and and then you know uh windows 7 it just really really just it has a lot to offer and i still don't think they, they've scrapped this scratched the surface on its potential um, no, Windows 7 is, is uh, just so, boundless at know, this point. But I, I think that this, and I found this earlier, and I, I read it to, to Sapien, and he agreed. Um, based off of the website, <laughs> <laughs> PC Pro, uh, their initial verdict was basically, and here's a quote, 
For tablet users, the new Metro interface is superb. We go as far to say that it's the best tablet interface we've seen yet. It's slick, it's customizable, and it contains far more information than the home screen of an iPad or an Android tablet. For desktop PC or laptop users, however, we're struggling to see the appeal. The entire interface is so geared towards touch that using a mouse or cursor keys to navigate around the start screen just feels awkward. That's spot on with and how that, we feel. Yeah, too. and uh, we suspect Windows 7 will remain the operating system of choice for conventional PC users. And boom goes the dynamite. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. You know? and, and I'm just, I want more details. I want, I want to know. I, Microsoft's not an idiot. They're not going to say, oh my god, Windows 7 was so wildly popular, now let's just completely change it. You know, I, I, I honestly do, my theory is that what they're showing now is only the the new shit. And they're not showing you the stuff that's staying the same, or the things that are just being improved on under the hood and stuff like that. Because why would they show that? Then it just looks like a Windows 7 commercial. Yeah. Um, so, which is, those commercials are kind of cool. I'm I'm a PC yeah. Um, so, but I like mean, when I'm seeing the screenshots, like they're fully working on, and that's the one thing that goes back to one of the stories I posted earlier this week on thelazygeese.com. Oh, is uh, uh, Microsoft uh, Internet Explorer 10 is anything that's designed for Metro has banned Flash. So if if you have one of those touch, it's gonna it's going to use their whole Metro design, basically HTML5. Um, it's going to get rid of Flash. They're not going to use it. However, um, for non-Metro PCs, uh, laptops or whatever, you will still be able to get plugins. You won't even be able to get plugins on the Windows 8 version of of uh, Windows of Internet Explorer 10. Yeah, which like who knows what that will mean when Windows 7 releases? But right now, it means strictly fail. Yeah. It right now it means iPhone. Yeah, to me, you <laughs> it know, means, it, yeah, it means uh, it means Apple. It kind of if if Windows if Windows eight came out right now, I would go okay. So you looked at Apple's biggest failure currently, <laughs> and decided to copy it to see how hard you could fail it. Like it didn't make any sense, you <laughs> yeah. know. But who knows? I mean, maybe they. I mean, they're they're an industry standard at this point. Maybe they know something we don't know. Yeah. They probably do know something we don't know. What was like I said in the um, it was like I said in the in the post was. Yeah, but given that most people don't use IE at all, you know, you, you're not going to notice. My daughter keeps opening it, and I go, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, are you on my computer? Yes, don't touch IE. I know. Like, I why see. are you looking for it? Yeah, I know. When uh, when old man dude has his computer, and then he goes to, like, you know, how it said is a default. You know, I was go, what, what are you doing? This shouldn't be your default. I'll go into his settings and, like, reset yeah. it for whatever. Mozilla Chrome, or, baby. Or Chrome. But, don't cry, but it's all right. <laughs> Just get a little choked up. Chrome, baby. <laughs> Chrome. Chrome dome, baby. But yeah, I mean, you know, I saw this, and it, the reason we're bringing it up is mostly because it's it's been dominating the news this week um, for Windows 8. We still don't know exactly when it's coming out, and, and obviously, too, if you're going to do it for, there obviously is going to be a, a Windows tablet. Yes. Because obviously that's what this is setting up for. Yes. So. And they had one in the works, but they canceled it. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they're just waiting until... They're putting it on the back burner until Windows 8 is finished. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's like, well, let's design the operating system, then the device. There's a few tablets out there that have Windows 7 on them. Yeah. So, you know, we'll sexy. See. Sexy. <laughs> uh, so, another thing that's been in the news this uh, this week has been... Uh, the new 52! 
Yeah, we've had the uh, the new Fifty Two, which if you've seen the articles at the Lazy Geeks at uh, well, sorry, thelazygeeks.com. <laughs> it's like the Lazy Geeks. It's not app. epic when you fuck up your own shit. Well, I was gonna say the I was gonna say the email for some reason. I'm like, what the fuck am well, I? They doing? can email us too. Yeah, they are. You can email us too. Um, one of the things, if you've noticed, that uh, based off of the um, Diamond, uh, what do you call it? Diamond Comics, the biggest distributor of uh, of comic books. Justice League is the, the highest. <laughs> this is the uh, highest selling comic of the year thus far. Victory! <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and uh, so they've already gone back to print like three times for the Justice League. They've already gone back twice for Action Comics, Detective Comics, The Flash. Uh, so it seems like they're definitely pulling in the numbers. But one of the things that I had stated was. Um, you know, my question is, how much of this momentum will last through the end of the year? Will we see DC's numbers drop back to normal after all the buzzes died out? Um, because that's really the case to me. Whether it's comics, movies, or TV shows, initial numbers don't interest me. I am more curious about how things will be in six months from now. You know, will DC still be singing the praises of DC? Because um, when you look at all the comics that's that's come out, and you know, and we're only like halfway through the month. Yeah. So we've gotten half the half the list. I mean, so look far. at look at um, this Wednesday coming up. Is, yeah. is a bananas. Yeah, and for me so far, uh, the best comics that I that I've read off of this has been the Justice League. Really like the Justice, Justice League. Good. Dude. Justice League started really good. Action Comics, loving it. Yes, I'm totally loving that. And Detective Comics. Detective Comics. I'm gonna add Suicide Squad to that list. I know No Man hasn't read it yet, but that was a pleasant surprise. That was a well written book. Yeah. One of the ones that I that I was really under, completely underwhelmed with, Green Lantern. That was my favorite book. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that one. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything right now because it no, is we'll relatively hot. No, if we, if we, if we but... spoil it for you, you're not missing much because yeah. we're really we're not, helping you. Yeah, man. I know. We're, we, <laughs> we just saved you two ninety nine. Um, <laughs> I mean, they they could be they could be setting something up or attempting to set something up. Well, of course they are, because it's going to be an issue, too, but um, it just, I don't know, it was just flat. It, it just, was. it was flat. Yeah, I, I felt no... There was a lot going wrong in that yeah. book. The, um, you know, it, and the thing that surprised me was Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns is a good storyteller. Yes, he is. But the problem that I had with this book is the fact that it, and I said in my review that it felt like an issue zero. Mm-hmm. It really should have been a prequel, not an issue one, because... You know, we I, and I understand DC's going into this whole jumping in the middle storyline, which is fine and dandy, which is cool because then it has you going. What's going on? You don't have to. Yeah, see they it can from, give they can give the, the their new take of the origin while there's action going. Right, on. and and that I always thought was great. I thought that was good. But the problem that I that I ran into with Green Lantern was the fact that even in the past I didn't give a shit. It was like, okay, so he doesn't have the ring, Sinestro is now on the road to redemption, what, okay. And then, but all of it was just complete whininess. Yeah. It, it, it honestly, to me, felt like, and this might, this might sound a little sexist, I don't really care, it, it sounded like a comic book that was written for 14-year-old girls. Mm. Like, it was dripping with emotion but it was dripping with drama. Yeah. Like, and not good drama. Yeah. Just no. like, 
like Twilight fan drama. <laughs> like just silly. I was waiting for him to just proclaim his love of Justin Bieber. Yeah. It, it was just getting old. I was waiting for him to step in the light and glisten a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, because um, and and compare that. And I I picked up two issues this week of of DC, and it was Superboy and um, and Green Green Lantern, and. I don't know, maybe it was because I read Superboy after Green Lantern that I felt okay with Superboy, but it, it, it I, the two that I got this week didn't really seem to kind of... Now, Superboy for me, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm a little more optimistic about Superboy. I think that they kind of rushed the beginning a bit, but I think that the concept of where they're taking Superboy is going to be interesting. I mean, I... Because I didn't like Superboy in the past universe because he was kind of whiny all the time. And it was was just getting annoying. But this one seems more... He's about something bigger. And we're going to get more into that. Yeah. And, I mean, they're alluding to... Obviously, the big reveal is who the human portion... Because if you haven't read any of our... Some Kyle XYZ shit. (laughs) If you haven't read any of our... Um, things about the new Fifty Two, countless reviews. Yeah, the countless on reviews the or, yeah, and uh, or even our recommendations. The the Superboy story is taking off the clone issue, not the young Superboy, not the young Superman. Yeah, now, this is this is taken off that he was created as a clone based off of Krypton Kryptonian DNA and human based DNA. with human DNA. Now in the old universe, he's like the Daywalker of Superman. Yeah, basically. In the in back in the day when they first used the storyline, it was. Obviously, Superman and Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. Uh, there, there's no knowing if they're going to use that again. But they keep referring to we should have told who the human DNA was. Now they don't know who the human DNA was, and they keep you know somebody's alluding to that fact, and it looks like it's going towards Teen Titans. And I'm like, <laughs> well, uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But um, I, I'm more optimistic with Superman because it's a fifty-fifty split. It could go a really good way. It's set up that way to go really well. It could also go a really kind of lame way. <laughs> yeah. um, I got two more books than you got. You didn't get any Marvel books either? I know that has nothing to do. I'm just curious. No, I got Marvel oh, books. Okay. That was the bulk We don't talk about that. We're not talking about Marvel right now. We're talking yeah. about DC. Because uh, you, you don't like to talk about Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we both got Batman and... Or, I'm sorry. Uh, we both got <laughs> Superboy and um, Green Lantern. Right. Which... I enjoyed Superboy, didn't enjoy Green Lantern, whatever. I also got... I still don't understand the people that gave it, like, 5 out of 5. I'm like... What? I don't know, maybe they're just excited to see Green Lantern. The cover was cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it was Sinestro? I was just kind of... Oh, by the, the way... The variant was cool with the, the bloody yeah, fist. That, that was, was sick. Cool. By the way, those of you that have picked up Green Lantern, look to see if you have a green tear just over his ear, just over Sinestro's ear on the cover, because that was a mistake. Printed by DC. Some comic covers have it, others Ooh, don't. Ooh, then it might be a benefit to spend that two ninety nine. Yeah. So maybe people uh, at the shop digging now. Yeah. So I, uh, they, go. They, they, I that, got first printing too. Yeah, I did too, but I didn't have it. I checked; nah. it wasn't on it. It's. They said some issues came with the little green. It's on his hair, just above his ear. It looks like it's almost like a green tear, like a tear outline. Uh, and uh, so they said that that is actually a mistake, printing mistake. Printing mistakes are worth money. Yeah, so if you have that, regardless of whether you like the issue, you can put it back in the plastic case, in the cover, tape it closed, and don't open it ever that's again. Right. Yeah, so... Issue one. Issue one. Mistake. Mistake, yeah. So th- that's the one that's worth the money. So, 
I also got um, Suicide Squad and uh, Batwoman. Now, I wanted to get Suicide Squad, but I was talked into getting Batwoman. I'm happy I got talked into getting Batwoman. The artwork alone is beautifully done. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who did it for the <laughs> life of me. Um, I'll try to look it up right now, but it was just... It was amazing. I mean, it was very artsy, uh, but clean also. You know, it was just so good. Um, the storyline bent more in a supernatural um, way. It was, it was, it was like, it was really out there, but it made sense. Like, it's weird. What was going on didn't make sense, <laughs> but the story made sense because they were talking about a bunch of different things. Uh-huh. Um, Batwoman doesn't really seem all that stable like she she's good but she just seems like she's got a lot of demons going on i mean batwoman batman they both yeah screwed up in the they head they got issues yes um so i got that and i also got suicide squad and i got suicide squad because harley quinn was in it no oh, yeah um i really wanted to see how they took that character and i'm fully happy with where she's at um the book really blew me away i i have to say it's between that's one of my favorite if not my favorite book so far it, it was just so amazingly well um written the artwork i i would have liked the artwork to be more like the cover a little more artsy you know um kind of brushed away it was very clean artwork but it it still i mean there were frames where there was no words but the emotion was extremely clear on the on the character's face um you ha- i mean suicide squad is is a lot of people for some reason are saying Suicide Squad's a new, a new thing, and it's not. <laughs> Suicide <laughs> Squad was um, was done in the past, um, so check that one out. Like if you if you really want to be be shocked, check that one out. Uh, but overall, I think this week this week was kind of the filler week. Yeah, this one really felt like just the kind of the, the odd stuff. Yeah, you know? the, like the third team. You know, <laughs> when you go to the strip club at two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's not the team that's there at eight o'clock at night yeah, on a Saturday. Um, no, but it, it really, shaking that ass for dollars. <laughs> it really did seem like just kind of a, a an off week. Um, so I think Dark Knight comes out next week. And, well, uh, we just did it. Um, no, 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 not. Um, uh, well, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, we just did what's coming out next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for. Uh, DC um, Universe Presents. DC Universe Presents, Batman. Because that's an awesome deal because of the fact that you're dealing with an anthology series that takes one character for six issues and yes. has his own independent story, which I'm, I'm really cool with. I'll probably check out Wonder Woman. I uh, won't. I've, I've never been a Wonder Woman fan myself. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm still on the fence on that. Still not completely certain on I that. Do, I kind of want to check out Captain Adam. Because that's always been an interesting thing where he's so powerful, but the power might consume him. Uh-huh. And that's how they're playing it. Hmm. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Blue, Beetle, Blue Beetle's for that, that one kid at Comic-Con around the DC panel, and he oh, goes, yeah. he's like, we'll take more, more ethnic uh, and diverse characters. And then like, they proceeded to name off, off DC's many ethnic characters. Yeah, that but, was funny. But, yeah, I know. And then he's like, another uh, a mainstream one. And what he failed to get was the fact that you can't create mainstream. Yeah. Mainstream is picked up by the mainstream. Exactly. <laughs> you can't sit there and go, I'm going to make a mainstream character that will fail epically. You know. Yeah. And the Blue Beetle is cool. I've never yeah. had a problem with Blue Beetle. He is an African American. <laughs> so. Uh, but, yeah. So, 
Um, God, that kid looks so stupid. I know. That was so did. funny, that too. That was funny, too, because everybody... He's like, well, 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 even the audience was shouting out characters. Yeah. I heard a couple Marvel characters get yeah. shot out. <laughs> I'm like, really? Yeah. Now, Spider-Man's even... Uh, yeah. Spider-Man's even ethnic. I mean, it's like... Half and half. Yeah, it's like, dude, shut up. You he's, know? A, he's a caramel mocha coffee. Yeah, he's... What, <laughs> what is he? He's Hispanic, black... Oil tycoon. Martian, oil tycoon... Uh, he's pharmaceutical head. He's a lost Kennedy. <laughs> oh man, Marvel's just doing big things over there. Yeah, man. yeah, big let's, things. Let's see what the end of uh, Fear itself and uh, that old Spider Island BS. All right. So speaking of BS, <laughs> oh, oh douchebag. Douche Time to go into our uh, douchebaggery. <laughs> so. A satellite, quote-unquote, anomaly. Ooh, quote-unquote's are fun. <laughs> yeah. This is my number three douchebag, is Dish Network. Didn't get to see any of your favorite shows on Tuesday night? Well, you weren't the only ones if you had Dish Network. It appears that they had a major outage during prime time on Tuesday night, and customers were unable to get HD programming during the evening. Dish Network has since resolved the situation, or so they say. The Dish Network spokesperson told CNN, claimed that the outage was caused by a satellite anomaly, which is usually used when no one knows what the hell happened. Some people claim that they had been trying to contact the company by phone and never got through. However, the company was trying to help people via their Twitter feed, <laughs> which is something Time Warner should really consider. Uh, I think everyone, honestly, every company should, should have, have a Twitter, a Twitter feed. Account, I mean, yeah. it's just the... Look what happened with Egypt, man. Yeah. I mean, it's the best way to get information out quickly. Exactly. Uh, the problem, according to Dish, was relegated to their HD service only, but per, um, provided no numbers as to how many people were actually affected. Everyone. Uh, <laughs> I, know th- I know that would bug the hell... All 56 people that have <laughs> Dish Network. Dish Network. Uh, I know that would bug the hell out of me if that happened, but the problem was resolved by Wednesday morning, but Dish wanted to point out that the issue wasn't major. Well, maybe not to them, but to their paying customers it was. Uh, I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't really the outage that bothered me because honestly, it, it happens. It just it was bad luck yeah. that it happened at that time. But <laughs> just this ex- explanation was just so stupid. I know <laughs> a satellite anomaly. It's really, like, really, that's what was we're it tacky on emissions, motherfucker? <laughs> Is that what did it? Right? Was it, <laughs> was it a temporal wake? Yeah, was it, it somehow shielded them with the wake, the changes in the timeline? Do I need do I need data to tell me what it was, and then Riker to explain it in more I, simple terms? I love that that wow. that throwaway explanation in Star Trek: First Contact. Somehow the temporal wake must have shielded us from the changes in the timeline. Really? A wormhole, right? It's yeah. like, come on, dude. We and the ta- the the amazing tachyon particles that, that tachyons do everything. <laughs> They're fucking like, uh, they're like, um, what is it? Uh, oh, fuck. The sugar pill that they give you, you know, when they always test something, they're like, well, this... Placebo. Placebo, yeah. Well, this test against placebo actually worked... Really? You're giving him a sugar pill. Tachyons. (laughs) Tachyons. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) A tachyon pill. This number two was actually pretty fucking funny. (laughs) I love this. Oh, my God. I titled this one, it's about time someone stood up to Spongebob. Well, (laughs) it's been a tough week for Spongebob. First, a new study uh, from the psychology department at the University of Virginia claimed that the fast-paced shows like Spongebob Squarepants can cause learning and attention problems in children. Attention deficit disorder, that's been known for a while. (laughs) 
Then things got worse. On Thursday, TMZ posted a video of a violent confrontation between a man dressed up as Spongebob and two women along Hollywood Boulevard. In the video, Spongebob starts off with goofy antics, clearly annoying the women. This, things start to escalate. Despite laughter and smiles, the women begin to punch the character. <laughs> One of the women repeatedly tells the man to take off the costume. The video ends with the police... But it wasn't a costume. <laughs> <laughs> the video ends with the police at the scene questioning the trio. Police describe the incident to the Los Angeles Times as a brief incident with two females. Uh, three, if you count Spongebob. Oh. The relationship between Hollywood Boulevard characters and Taurus has been rocky at times. During the crackdown last year, police arrested 20 characters, including Batman, Yoda, and Catwoman. Although, uh, <laughs> characters can be... What the fuck? Characters can illegally accept tips. They are not allowed to solicit them. Some characters have been accused of aggressively asking for money, blocking sidewalks, and using drugs. Uh, although what? They, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> although I just didn't fit like blocking sidewalks and using drugs. <laughs> Refer madness. <laughs> Remember, kids, if you're a superhero, don't use drugs. <laughs> although characters can legally accept tips, they're not. They, wow, they printed it twice. Uh, twice because it's just as nice. Yeah, I know. Because uh, uh, basically, they can take money, but they can't ask for money. That's what right. we're trying to say. Uh, yeah, because there's there has been a problem on Hollywood Boulevard. Those of you that have. Uh, that, live out here or have visited Isn't Hollywood. Isn't robot schmuck out there too? Like yeah. Dressed like a robot? Yeah, you get these people that are basically, you know, just, uh, they're panhandling, but doing it in a creative way where they're dressing up as superheroes. Yeah, but or, they're not or, doing it. Like, what if it happens somebody, like, there's one cat at the local Walmart dentistry rocks that saxophone. I'll give him a couple oh, bucks, yeah. man, because yeah. he's doing something, you well, know? Well, that's the people like... Dress up like Spongebob, I'm just going to punch in a face. Third Street Promenade or Universal City Walk, they have people like that there that are performers, street performers. These guys just stand around in costumes. Some of them are cool. Some of them are cool costumes, but they take pictures with um, pictures with people, and then you get tips. You, you make money with the tips. Yeah. Uh, they had problems because... Yeah, but that Spongebob costume was sloppy, too. <laughs> I know, it is. Some of them are really bad. Yeah. But uh, some of them... The t-shirt have... that just says Spider-Man on yeah. it. <laughs> some of them, some people have been, uh, like, store owners have complained because they get aggressive with people. They've gotten aggressive and, like, start, you know, saying, like, hey, what the fuck, you know, and stuff like that. Start harassing some people that don't pay tips. Wouldn't that be weird or... to Captain America saying, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. That would just be strange <laughs> to me. Captain America beating up, a uh, like, in a fight with, like, a, a military officer yeah, yeah. like whoa what what that's a photo op. that's a photo yeah. that's a TMZ video yeah. right there how 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 far we fallen <laughs> you know but if you go to TMZ the video is viral now I mean everybody's playing it the video is actually pretty funny because like in it's the probably beginning, a dubstep remix of this it, I know probably there's probably a <laughs> it's funny because like you see like the 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 chick in this they smile at first you know and like oh it's they're like huh huh and then all of a sudden you just see the 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 African American chick just go pop. <laughs> and and we in a twenty first century. You can say black chick, <laughs> but they get they get real like quick. They start taking down SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you want to play this and like throw it up in front of like some kindergarten class to see see what happens when SpongeBob gets aggressive with women. <laughs> <laughs> That's a PSA. <laughs> that shit gets real. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now my number one, my number one douchebag of the week. Banned worldwide. Yes, worldwide. In Salisbury... Czechoslovakia. Salisbury, North Carolina. A North Carolina man has been banned from hunting 
anywhere in the world for two years. How can you, what authority <laughs> bans you from doing something worldwide? Banned worldwide as part of a plea deal over charges that he illegally killed wildlife in Kentucky. The UN signed a treaty yeah, with China exactly. to get the shit done. Uh, the Salisbury Post uh, uh, reported Thursday that Rodney Poteet, 44, agreed to the deal in Kentucky last week. The Salisbury man declined to comment. The U.S. magistrate judge, E. Robert Goebel, has said that hunting ban was a condition of unsupervised probation, according to David J. Hale, United States Attorney for the Western District of uh, Kentucky, Connecticut. <laughs> what the hell? Post worldwide, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poteet is a former re um, resident of Hart, Con Hart County, Kentucky. Jesus, can't even read now. Uh, he also um, plea pleaded guilty to transporting a dead bobcat without a non-resident hunting license. He agreed to pay the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources five thousand three hundred in restitution for fees. He would have paid for hunting hunting in the state between 2002 and 2011. Uh, federal prosecutors said that Poteet last November carried a 14-point white-tailed deer from Hart County, Connecticut, uh, Kentucky. God, why do I keep saying Connecticut? Um, Kentucky to his home without reporting the kill. Listen, I've been to Connecticut. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? It's not that rough. Right? <laughs> Poteet was required to purchase a non-resident hunting license and deer permit prior to hunting in Kentucky. In the case caught the attention of the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Special Investigations Officer. Wow, special investigations. In Kentucky? In Kentucky, yeah, I know. Uh, when hunters from... It was the Duke boys. <laughs> oh, no, they were in Georgia, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when hunters from the Hart County uh, area reported that Poti claimed one of his mounted deer was taken in North Carolina, the Outdoor Hub reported, However, the other hunters had trail cameras photos taken in the Hart County of a live deer with a distinctive antler configuration identical to Poteet's deer mount. Basically, nailed. They wow. got it, yeah. Uh, Kentucky officers notified uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service special agents of investigation. Jeez! How do you get... You got special investigation officers and you have special agents Wait, of the investigation? This asshole just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just doing whatever the hell he wants. Uh, the federal agents and North Carolina officers visited Poteet's home. Confronted with the video, the photo evidence, Poteet admitted that he was hunting in, in Kentucky since 1999 without purchasing a required license. He surrendered four deer-mounted heads, two turkey mounts, and a bobcat mounted to investigators. He's going to be hunting at the grocery store now. <laughs> 1999? Dude, that was still the 20th century. Yeah. He's been doing this since the 20th century. That's barbaric. That is. Ugh. It's like ancient time. <laughs> he had to use a musket. Yeah. He's <laughs> a bow and arrow on him. <laughs> George Washington himself was the one who signed the worldwide ban. <laughs> Jesus. That's oh a long God. time ago. <laughs> oh my God. I think we still had what? We had X Windows XP back then. Wow. I know. Simpler times. <laughs> Y2K! 2012! Um, <laughs> last week, I wanted my douchebag now. <laughs> last week, we talked about the Gumby Bandit. <laughs> Uh, who posted a video on LazyGeeks.com um, where someone dressed as Gumby. I don't know people just dressing up like cartoon characters lately. 
um, tried to rob a 7-Eleven. <laughs> Dressed up as Mighty Mouse. Here I come to steal the day! Uh, <laughs> Gumby tried to remix. Hold up, <laughs> tried to hold up the 7-Eleven. The 7-Eleven clerk thought it was so ridiculous, he said, I don't have time for this, I gotta clean. Fumbled in his costume for a minute for a quote-unquote gun that he may have had, and that then he just left. That just video was funny. Yeah. That video was funny. And then he just took off. He's just like, fuck, this sucks. By the way, we have that video on thelazygeeks.com. Exactly. Um, Well, update on that previous story. Gumby (laughs) has turned himself in. (laughs) Who did he turn himself in with, Pokey? (laughs) The Gumby... (laughs) I can't even say this shit right. (laughs) The Gumby attempted robbery suspect has voluntarily turned himself into authorities, according to Officer Gray Hassan of the San Diego Police Department. Jacob Kiss... Allegedly tried to rob a 7-Eleven last week while in a costume of the Claymation character. Right? Remember Claymation? Like, yeah. th- that was awesome. I don't know why they don't do that. Jacob Kiss is his name? Jacob Kiss. That's kind wow. of a badass name, though, dude. No. Jacob Kiss. Come yeah. on, dude. Jacob, maybe not, but the yeah. last name's kind of sick. Um, <laughs> Mr. Kiss to his yeah. <laughs> Mr. Kiss to you. I'd be like, kiss my ass. <laughs> but the clerk laughed him out the store. The 19-year-old left, no surprise, left without any stolen goods. Actually, no. 19 years old and he knew Gumby. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's a little bit he of He was a... a thug around the way. Uh, <laughs> ro- robbery. 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 That was so funny because it's a different song. Basically, the video I posted on the Lazy Geeks, somebody cut, and it sounds seamless. Where the Gumby song is there, it's Gumby. Digga, 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 digga. Uh, right before that is it. He was a thug from around the way. And then it goes, Gumby. <laughs> and it's funny because right when they said that, the dude comes in the store with, with his, his arms out like what it is. <laughs> it was just the shit. That was classic. Um, oh robbery unit detectives identified the suspects. He had a, a guy walked in with him who just looked ridiculous. <laughs> Imagine if 50 Cent, this is what this is what his accomplished look like. Imagine if 50 Cent... Now, I, I have respect for 50 Cent. I don't like his music stuff. I have respect for him because he did get shot a bunch of times and stuff. So, you know, he's talking about real shit. Imagine if 50 Cent was white and grew up in Malibu, but still <laughs> dressed the same. That would be who walked in with Gumby. Malibu's most wanted. Boom. Jamie <laughs> Kennedy. That's who walked in. Wow. Not Jamie Kennedy! But <laughs> so it's what it looked like. SDPD interviewed uh, Kiss and his, his alleged accomplice... Um, Jason Garama. Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> He's Pokey forever. <laughs> um, and released them until charges are filed. Detectives confiscated the Gumby suit. Jason <laughs> Garama's case has been sent to the district attorney's office. Uh, why is it at the district attorney's office? Like, just fucking give him a slap on the wrist. I'm you know stupid. when they go to jail, dude, just go, yeah, this is Gumby, that's Pokey. You know what? I'd give him the suit back and make him wear it in the jail cell. Oh, yeah. Charges may or may not be filed against the pair. Technically, he didn't do... I mean, he it was a threat. It was a threat. But he didn't show a weapon. He yeah. didn't... And he he just said, give me the money. I mean, he could still get in trouble for that. Yeah. But not... Probably like a fine. I, I don't something. think it'd be like... It's not aggravated assault. No. Because he, he didn't reach He's just like, hey, give me the money. He didn't... Like, he didn't even... Yeah, he didn't yeah, approach the guy at all. He didn't approach he the guy at all. He just went to the counter. Yeah. He's just a jackass. Um... Probably one of those things like, I bet you won't do it. Yeah. Next. 
So everyone's a dentist when they're drunk, right? <laughs> You've seen The Hangover, right? Yeah. This is what it reminded me of, too. A Port St. Lucie man was uh, cited... It's in Florida, by the way. Was cited for breaching the peace... What? For breaching the peace after allegedly trying to use pliers to pull out a tooth while he was drunk, according to a police <laughs> affidavit. Uh, Francisco Rojas, 49 was drunk in his garage when his wife called police, asking for them to come over and stop him from pulling out his own tooth, the arrest affidavit said. After they arrived, the officers asked the wife to open the garage door because the stench from Rojas' vomit was so bad, according to the report. Oh, you That's just a proud moment to be a married woman, isn't it? Yeah. Um, as the officers tried to talk to Rojas, he repeatedly shouted obscenities at them, leading leading some of the kids playing on the street to gather near the house. Wow. After being warned that he might be arrested for breach of the breach of peace, which is a weird law. It's not everywhere. They don't call it breach of peace. They call it breach of peace in Massachusetts, I think, too. Hmm. Which is just being an asshole, basically. <laughs> I want to do... Like, like, everything's nice until wanna, you showed up. I don't want to be... I want a law that just says, you're an asshole law. The breach of peace. It's basically yeah. just... No, I it. really want it worded that... The You're asshole. an asshole. Yeah, the, the asshole, asshole clause. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rojas continued with the obscenities and told one of the arresting officers to take him to jail, the report said. And they aptly did so. Um, so... I just thought he was a jackass, to be honest. And I feel bad for his wife. And I hope she divorces him. Because that's sad. Like, yeah. you just... Don't put your wife out like that, dude. Okay, this one was funny. <laughs> Show off falls from school chimney on first date. I don't know what the fuck this is. I read this thinking. one, too. I was cracking it Portland, up. Oregon, of course. I don't know why it's of course, but it's Portland, Oregon. Um, his delectable dick. His school... <laughs> delectable? Thank you. Um, his, his delightful piece of shit. It's like you don't know what to say. You're like, Am I, wait, what? Um, well, being that it was in Portland, Oregon, the school was probably on top of trees. They all live in trees over there. Right no, I'm just kidding. A man was critically injured after he fell from the chimney of a Chapman Elementary School while trying to impress a date. It's it's funny the things we do for women, I swear. Um, Portland fire crews said a witness called 911 after seeing the man fall about 25 feet from the chimney at around 9.30 p.m. You know they waited till he fell. You know, they're like, wait, 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 wait. Look, look, at, the, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's got to fall. I know he's got to fall. Ah! <laughs> they call, 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 call. <laughs> after they spent, I would wait. After Shit. they spent 20 minutes laughing their asses off. Fuck yeah, I would wait. Hey, you're a dumbass. I'm going to take some comedy away from this shit. He was taken to Emmanuel Hospital. Emmanuel. Sounds like a novella, dude. <laughs> uh, with life-threatening industry. Okay, now it's not, Now we need to calm the laugh down. Life-threatening industry. He's still an idiot. He's still an idiot, but you know. <laughs> Witnesses told police the man, later identified as 28-year-old. 20, 28 if, years if, old. If they would have said, like, 17, <laughs> I would have been... Oh, I'd be like, all right, it's just a kid. You know, 28-year-old. It's just a kid trying to get caught up in some meat curtains. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pull that right from Make Me Bad on the, on the YouTube, baby. Ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Roland, his name is Roland Tyler Anderson. Wow. And his date were performing circus activities before he fell. <laughs> I've done that before. Uh, Wednesday morning, a hospital representative said Anderson was in serious condition. Chapman Elementary's chimney is a popular attraction during early evening hours um, as fake swifts gather there during migration. I don't know what the hell that means. 
basically, I didn't read the last two lines where he was like in serious condition, but um, <laughs> he should be in serious condition because he fell 25 feet from a chimney. <laughs> I, I want this all to be a lesson tall, you hopefully young man, because this guy's not older than me. Uh, um, to no no girl is worth a twenty five foot fall. All right, just just know that. All right, I wouldn't do that for my wife. Oh my god, right that's some silly shit. Uh, I just wrote in the middle. I just tweeted in the middle of our latest podcast. Beware hashtag kind of a big deal. Wow. <laughs> but it's true. It is true. Oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a little post, too. Don't ever fall <laughs> 25 <laughs> feet for a broad. Or no, I'll say woman. I'll say a woman. woman, yeah. For a woman. For a woman. All right, well, my epic person of the week. Worth it. I don't know if really it's it's an epic person. More of an epic event. Uh, and And... That's one of the reasons for this is I think it's just epic event this week. I'm gonna call it an epic event. I don't know about all this. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I have a cynical view. Maybe I'm reading a little too late into this. No, I'm right. I don't know about all <laughs> this. I mean, maybe maybe it's my cynical view of the world. But does anyone else find it suspicious that NASA found our very own Tatooine the day before the Star Wars: The Complete Saga is released on Blu-ray? Yes. Is it just me or? Either this is the best discovery or the biggest publicity stunt. I told of you all my. Time. I told you my theory. That's true. That's true. Um, it seems that NASA has discovered a planet that has two suns, a red sun and an orange sun, that flies in the face of that many in the science community believe that no planet could ever have two suns in order for it to have a stable orbit. That quote stars at once would have to be at least seven times as far from the stars. As the stars were from each other. Ooh. I know, that was that was, that Say that five times fast. Yeah, I know, right? Ba- basically, real quick, um, just to explain the um, the mechanics of it. The largest size in the middle, smallest size going around it. Outside of that, the, um, the, planet, the planet is going around the both of them. Yeah. And there had to be a, a perfect concoction of... Uh, elements to make, to allow that to happen. It has to be a perfect distance, uh, perfect sizes of the of the um, of the heavenly bodies, uh, <laughs> or you know, obviously one of them would fall into each other right. due to gravity. But, you know. Well, it would thank se- you, Mister Science. <laughs> it would seem that George Lucas wasn't completely batshit crazy when he came up with the planet some thirty four years ago. It still doesn't mean that the guy is right. Adding no at the no! end of Je- <laughs> at the end of Jedi, but I digress. Hey, do you think uh, Lucas is going to sue the universe? Probably. Taking his idea? He's going to sue NASA. My theory, real quick, um, is everyone keeps saying Lucas is um, was taking from NASA because of publicity stunt. I think NASA was using Lucas for publicity stunt. <laughs> NASA's been known to discover things and wait until a good moment to release that, that knowledge so people get interested. Make it seem relevant. Let's wait until the Blu-ray release. <laughs> wow. Uh... Uh, um, the planet has adopted the name Tatooine for obvious reasons. Woo! Officially, the name is Kepler 16b, which is epically fail for a name. It resi- but it and it resides in the constellation Cygnus, about 200 light years away. You should go watch a pod race. Dude. I know, seriously. Um, but uh, the planet itself is about the size of Saturn. 
according to yeah, it's reports. a gas giant. And uh, but I'm sure at this moment a young boy is t- about to head out to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Aside from my sarcasm, I think it's uh, the discovery is really cool. Uh, according to a, a quote here from Alan P. Boss of the Carnegie Institute, a member of the research uh, team, reality has finally caught up to science fiction. It's just further proof that, you, that science, anytime a scientist or the science community says something's impossible, it's not. Yeah. I mean, usually means it's only a matter of time yeah. before we find out that the it is possible. The universe is so massive that it's got to be possible yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I totally agree. My epic people, it's actually three people from Australia who are doing a very important thing. Um, Dan, if I if I say it wrong, sorry. Dan Camilleri, James Camilleri, and Mark Dawes are doing something that could change people's lives. Not only the people they're trying to help, but the people they are going to torture with horrible video games. <laughs> um, these three individuals are the head of the Lame Game Marathon, which is a 24-hour fundraise, fundraiser to raise money for the victims of the devastating East African drought. Uh, the marathon starts at 10 a.m. on Sunday, September 17th, Australian Eastern Standard Time, uh, which probably already started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, we'll, and we'll run straight through until 10 a.m. the next day. The entire event will be streamed on the official website as well so you can watch the fun of for yourself. You hate when you read a sentence and you e- you escalate in the wrong word because yeah, you think yeah, you emphasize. I the hate wrong that. Word. It just makes you sound like a tool. Um, <laughs> and when they say lame game, <laughs> they're not kidding. Uh, some of the games that will be played include Carmageddon '64, uh, Rugrats, Vampire Rain, and Iron Man: The Game. Wow. Yeah, that's some pretty lame fucking games. Uh, you can catch the full listing as well. As the play schedule um, on their official site, which is thelanegamemarathon.com. And just the reason why this is... These three... Just three cats doing something. I mean, they're not in in an organization. I mean, this drought is said to be the worst drought the area has had in 60 years. And it's the worst food crisis in the world today. This drought is affecting 12.4 million people with 4.4 million... Or, excuse me, 4.14 million of that number being children. Uh, If you want to check out the... Marathon and or want to see how to donate to this to this cause, uh, go go to their site. Excuse me, their site, which is um, the you know I'm gonna double check because I have it all in links here. I'm just guessing. Uh, <laughs> it's not the lame game. It's lamegamemarathon.com, or you can go to the Lazy Geeks and find the article titled "Tomorrow Mocks the Stat of the Lame Game Marathon." And I have the link to their Facebook, their Twitter page, and their official page there. This is this is just a dope, a dope way to help. You know, I mean, it, it, pretty serious over in East Africa right now. I mean, the drought's just horrible. The Sahara Desert's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think you know if if you're able, help out a little bit. Oh my God. Are you done? Oh, sorry. Are you yes, done? I'm done oh. with my dramatic piece. Why don't you? <laughs> no, um, I just found something that I think gives this honorable mention for. For epic? For, no, for uh, douchebags. Oh. Um, this comes from... Was it your high school picture, homie? Uh, ah! No, this was your, this was your prom picture, bitch. <laughs> hey, I was uh, pimping in prom. I had a zoot suit. This one here comes from Cinema Blend. Uh, it's a funny site I like to go to. Yeah, Cinema uh, Blend's a shit. Uh, <laughs> no matter what else happens, this is bound to be the most disturbing film-related story that you'll ever read. The Denver Post reports that Robert Young, 43 and Mark Rubinson, 25, have been charged with abusing a corpse, identity theft, and criminal impersonation, 
After they took their friend's corpse out for a night on the town, Weekend at Birdies! In a mor morbid scene ripped from the 1989 comedy Weekend at Birdies. Yes! They have a picture of the poster that's Weekend at Birdies. That's person. That's not, that's not bad. <laughs> As I'm sure you all remember, Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman starred in Bernie's and with the down and out employees and an abusive jerk as a boss who pretended to, that their boss, their murdered boss, was still alive for a complicated weekend. Well, the real life. Co co there was even a sequel. Yeah, there was even a sequel, which no one, no one discusses. <laughs> no, 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 no. The real life Colorado incident is quite isn't quite as sordid, though it's equally grotesque. Young, uh, according to reports, uh, was staying with the deceased Jer Jeffrey Jarrett while he tried to get back on his feet. After coming home one night, Young found Jarrett unresponsive, where most of us would have called nine one one. Young instead loaded Jared's body into the back seat of Rubinson's Lincoln Navigator and headed to Teddy T's Bar and Grill. Sure, that makes total sense. The men confessed that the body stayed in the car while they drank on Jared's tab. They have Aw, that's dude. They dude. eventually brought Jared's body back to the house, then headed out for the with the dead man's ATM card. Classy. But wait, it gets better. All of the all of that uh, corpse hauling helped them build up an appetite, so Young and Rubinson went out to dinner at Viva Burrito. Before calling it a night, they withdrew 400 likely from Jared's bank account, and hit up Shotgun Willie's strip club. But let's just set it up to make it look like you murdered him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they finally flagged out a police officer around 4 a.m. and informed them that Jared might be dead back at his home. This is a bizarre and unfortunate crime, said Denver Police Department spokesman Sonny Jackson. This isn't anything you want to happen to a loved one. You want them treated with respect and death. No kidding. I'm with Jared's unidentified relatives uh, who told the press, we just want to make sure they're prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. That's just despicable. How like, you it was do you do that? It was funny in the movie, but... Yeah, I know. It's funny in the movie, but... You're I don't not, even want to touch a dead body. I, I, how do you... How does that... Uh, I, I I often wonder when I hear stories like that, or like when like a mother who gives birth to her two twin kids and kills them, you know, it's like what's wrong yeah. in your head that makes you think that this is okay? It's like wow. I mean, uh. blame the eighties. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was just like when I saw this, I was like, holy crap! The title reads: Denver idiots pull a weekend at Bernie's with their friend's corpse. Wow. Yeah. That's how bad when a movie becomes the the action pulls a weekend at birdies. Next, someone's gonna <laughs> someone's gonna lock themselves into a, in a friggin' uh, department store and try to relive mannequin. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, really quickly, we're gonna go into site comments. Yao man, yao man, yao man, yao man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, commented on my uh, this is in, this is your granddad Superman. I'm really looking forward to how Morrison handles the progression from the one shown in the pages of Action Number One to um, to the one to the one most are familiar with. Uh, I I'm really so far from what Morrison has said. It sounds like he's going to kind of steer clear of that for a bit. Um, so I I mean I've already read Action Comics Number One like most people probably yeah, have. I have um, as well. I I love it. I'm really curious to see how it goes. And um, hopefully they won't make him as invincible. I loved it because it took a character that pretty much everyone in America and most of beyond know exactly what his powers are, yeah. know exactly what he's about, and flipped the script. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I can't believe I'm reading a Superman book and I'm confused. Yeah. You know? And, and that well, that was the main problem with Superman, yeah. too, is, is it's just been done already. Yeah. You know? It's amazing. Uh, one Girl Geek 
on my comment for No Ash in Evil Dead remake. Uh, innocent until proven terrible. But I do wonder how on earth they can call it a remake of, uh, of, Evil, De of Evil Dead without Ash. Here's hoping it's good, which we all know probably it won't be. Well, Evil Dead really wasn't all that great. It's just funny. <laughs> it was Bruce Campbell pulled it off. Yeah, see? That, that, that's the problem. That's the problem. You have Bruce Campbell that made that movie epic epic in its epically bad state. I love I think it was Dead by Dawn, the second one. Uh where <laughs> this is Bruce Campbell too. The the chick goes outside for some dumbass reason and she gets attacked by the trees and literally they, they look like they rape her. And and she comes back in from now they're in they're in a cabin in the middle of the forest. Comes back in. The first thing out of Bruce Campbell's mouth was, "Did something in the forest do this to you?" <laughs> oh, jackass! Something in the desert did this to me. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Oh God, that movie is so amazing. I thought Dead by Dawn was a little better, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, because I think they went more into the campiness. Yeah. You know? All uh, right, moving on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> CM Rock ninety three uh, about my Point Break remake. Uh, it won't be surfing. It'll be extreme water sports. It won't be two FBI agents. Agents. It'll be two guys in suits, sand, standing in darkly lit war rooms, studying information on a lot of large on a lot of large monitors. Yeah. And it won't be the sways. It'll be some cheap knockoff doing his best sways impersonation, which is just insulting. Fully agree with that last bit. <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh and, my god. And one girl geek again. She's on it. That's right. <laughs> Commented on my uh, Tokyo Game Show trailers post. So many trailers. Thanks for putting all of these in one place. I literally, every yeah, I Tokyo Game Show like trailer mm -hmm. I could find on YouTube. I think there's like 12 or 13 trailers <laughs> on one post. It's amazing. Uh, all right. This week's recommendation, pretty much just one. We're pulling it together We're for this We're pulling it one. together on this one. Uh, we both, the Lazy Geeks recommend Star Wars The Complete Saga. Now, and it goes without question. Yeah. I mean, and, and now, before people start bitching and moaning and no! complaining. No! <laughs> yes, we know that stuff. Uh, and looking at a lot of the changes, uh, uh, the blinking Ewok Who gives thing, a shit? it really didn't matter. Like, honestly, the only addition that I'm kind of like, oh, I wish they didn't do that, was the, um, the no. Yeah. And I think that's a general consensus. Everything else is whatever. Like, who yeah. cares? The story is still intact. Yeah. Nothing is affecting it. I, Just I, the, enjoy yourself. And I've already watched, uh, as of this as of this podcast, I've already watched Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and part of Return of the Jedi. The movies itself look clean. The details look awesome. Yes. Visually, it looks amazing. But they haven't lost that... They, but that they, vintage charm, you know exactly. what I mean? Like they, and, and you it, were telling me that. Especially just, in Star Wars. When you watch Star Wars, it looks clean and nice and beautiful, but at the same time, it still holds that 77 kind of yeah. vintage look. It, it, it didn't. They didn't take it away, and that's one of the things I really liked about it. And, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan as everybody else. Yes, I believe Hodge shot first. Yes. You know? Yes. Darth Vader does not scream no. No, he doesn't. You know? Um, he says yes. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, uh, a lot of the, the features on it, I mean, the book, the, the, the book that the disc comes in, it looks amazing. Yes. Uh, really a lot of care into that. Um, yeah, the Kate, I was really surprised. Yeah. I mean, the packaging is beautiful. Yeah. Packaging is really good. It looks it's like all, a book. It is. It's very yeah. much like a well-put-together book. Um, I still have yet like to see the trail, um, the ex deleted scenes and all that stuff. So, um, so, but both of us still, it, we recommend it, regardless of what you think or what you believe. If you really want the old ones, if you have that, Go old, the old ones if then. you have the old tins that have the original theatrical releases, keep them. Yeah, keep them. Do you got the laser disc copy? Yeah. 
Extra, extra geek cred right there. Betamax? <laughs> I don't even think they put it on Betamax. I don't even think they did either, but... Whatever. Uh, Alright, well... That pretty much does it for this week. and looks like we're doing pretty good. So, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many chances to follow us. Be sure to like our... In non and creepy ways. Yeah, exactly. Be sure to like our Facebook page, The Lazy Geeks One Word, because in the end, don't we all want to be liked? No. (laughs) Oh, you do. I mean, yes, I'm sorry. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter, at The Lazy Geeks One Word, or you can follow Sapien or myself, at Lazy underscore Nomad, at Lazy underscore Sapien. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. We will be launching a web series, and you won't want to miss out on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm turning comments off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one can comment on this. We will live in our own, in our own peaceful yeah. little world. I'm going to turn comments off and pretend that I am the greatest thing to hit YouTube <laughs> since sliced bread. <laughs> oh, man. And that's uh, the Lazy Geeks again at one word. Um all the music on this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod, so that about it's about time for us to check out. So please be sure to comment on this podcast um, or any podcast, either on YouTube. What are you doing? You're pointing at pointing me. At you, you're man. screwing me up, man. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the very sexy. Oh, I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish, finish it. it. You want to finish it? Be sure to leave comments because if you do, we just might read them on oh. the podcast. <laughs> Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. <laughs> Until next week, peace out. <laughs> <laughs>